It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanson, and Andrew Mongo-Mongo. Yeah, hello and welcome to a special edition of the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast, an off-season podcast. We haven't spoken to you since the grand final week. Congratulations to the Cowboys, of course, knocking over the Brisbane Broncos in a thriller. Ryan MS uh, with us for this off-season podcast. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good. Uh, It was a while back, but enjoyable grand final nonetheless, and... Of course, the way the NRL works, there's been plenty that's uh, been happening since then that we're going to chat about now. Yes. Andrew Maldog Molinaroli was with us right up to kick off, and guess what? There's a huge storm here in Sydney town, so uh, he's taking cover. The black the blackout has hit, so just flying with the two of us. No, Pete, he's he's away at the moment. So just the two of us for the time being. We are still somewhat hopeful that if the storm passes in time, we'll get Andrew back later on in the podcast. But we've got to move along. And what we're really going to do with this podcast here is um, just look at the gains mainly that each each team has got that, that's super coach relevant. And um, you know we're going to do a couple more of these into the new year where we can get a bit more into depth as to you know our teams, certain teams looking, coaches, players, breakout players that we anticipate, but at the moment really just looking at those guys that are switching and switching clubs and what they could offer. Um, Brisbane Broncos, not a lot there, you know, maybe a cheapy Salisi Finakai there from West Tigers, you know, junior rep, um, basically poached by, by Wayne Bennett. We did see Herman SC SCC getting an opportunity for the Bulldogs this year going up there, but, um, not a lot of points on those few games that he got, so probably not a look, lot there to look at. Ryan, we're probably more looking at, at the Raiders. They've got some bigger names uh, um, there that are coming, uh, most notably Aiden Caesar. Yeah, definitely. Uh, look, he was um, a very decent scorer um, last season, um, and it'll be very interesting to see if he or uh, Blake Austin are the dominant um, are the dominant partner, I guess. Um, in the halves there, um, because Blake Austin obviously was another super coach, um, you know, consistent point scorer, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with those two. Yeah, that's right. And um, Austin, you know, he sort of faded away later in the year. I think Caesar, the goal goal kicker, um, you know, that, that's also going, going to assist. I mean, Jared Croker's goal kicking. Any signs down there of? of which way they're going to go with with kicking goals? Will it be Croker? As far as I know, um, yeah, it's still going to be Croker. Um, I think he enjoys it and he's a captain. So, um, yeah, but but having said that, um, Caesar will certainly take a lot of pressure off um, a lot of pressure off Austin um, and the other playmakers um, in the Canberra side. So, yeah, it's a pretty good pretty good get for them. Jeff Lehman's an interesting one coming over from Catalan Dragons because we saw um, basically Sia Soliolo come over from the UK Super League this year and do very well at a good price. Alima could be the next Soliolo. He could. He could. I I dare say that, um, no disrespect to Jeff Lehman, but I don't think he's got quite the motor that Soliolo has. 80 minutes. 
Um, but he could be very useful off the bench. Adam Clydesdale, also one to note there, but unsure if a lot of supercoach um, wise he's going to be too relevant um, as, as he probably only plays um, 40, 50 minutes. Let's look at the Bulldogs um, gains. Craig Garvey is um, there from St George playing a little bit there. A lot of other, other players, um, lesser known players, Brad Abbey from the Warriors, carried. Holland from the Knights, but Will Hopawati just announced uh, this week, Ryan, from um, Parramatta. I think he was underutilised in Parramatta. I think he's going to fit right into Des Hazard's system that he already knows and have a, have a big year. He'll be one to really w- look at that price watch um, coming into the year because it could be yeah, value. Yeah, 100%. Just depending on what he gets uh, priced as come round one, he may well be you get him in there straight away or you just wait on him a little bit. But look, I do think that he may well stick um, stick Hopawati back to the wing where he had his best where he had his best year, I guess, um, before he went on his sabbatical. Um, and I, yeah, I, I think he's a big key, uh, super coach wise. Yeah, he was ranked down at one hundred and ninety four this year, so not a great year for him. But he has that upside any given week, and I just thought. Playing it a lot, of, a lot of times he ended up at fullback, and like you say, he was out in the centres. He started the year all right. He had a sixty to start the year, an eighty-five in there in round nine. But overall, a disappointment. Um, much like the season, I guess, are up and down. So one, one to watch for sure. And um, his final, um, well, his original cost was two twenty-one. So he sort of thought he might have something to offer, and ended up at two thirty-five. So he didn't gain much, but he might have that similar value going in. The 2016 Cronulla Sharks, i tell you what, they've picked up some good players. Uh, James Maloney, um, he's there to a three-year contract. I think he'll be certainly a good buy for them, both you know, NRL-wise, helping their team maybe take that next step, but also supercoach-wise. Chad Townsend, um, Ryan, he was good for the Warriors last year and, and good for your supercoach team if, if you picked him up at the right time. But is it going to be the James Maloney show there, or would... Does Townsend have something to offer as well? Well, he does, but it's whether or not he gets in the team because, um, look, they've got a plethora of halves and five-eighths mm. to Cronulla. Um, they still have Ben Barber sitting there. I know that he's touted to play fullback, but there's every chance that he'll end up in the six as well, or the seven even. Um, it's a bit of a wait and see, Chad Townsend. He's certainly, certainly not a bad purchase if he's going to be playing every game. Um, but I do think James Maloney is definitely going to be the dominant one. Yeah, and and the interesting thing will be, I guess, Jack Bird, where where he plays, and that's something we'll probably have to talk about a bit more in the um, next upcoming podcast that we do in the new year. Um, it will be interesting to see where Ben Barber fits in, and, and of course, injuries always can can re-establish things um, there or change things up as the year progresses. Um, some other buyers have got Matt Milkelrick from the Roosters, really just a backup player. Jordan Drew from the Broncos might be interesting to, to, to at least keep an eye on how he might go. Joseph Paulo from Parramatta, I know one of Andrew's favourites from a few years ago, hasn't really had it happen in um, certainly the last year or two. Probably a wait and see on that. And Jesse Senny Lefeho at the right price possibly, but uh, again, maybe one more to watch than to pick up. Let's look at Gold Coast. 
And the Titans, they don't have the easiest time picking up players, but they've got some interesting characters, at least super coach wise not to mention one they picked up mid-season in Nene McDonald, or Nene McDonald, I should say, but uh, Nathan Friend's going over, probably more, uh, probably not someone you're necessarily looking at, but David Shillington from the Raiders, and also Ashley Taylor, the big one, I think they're um, from, from the Broncos, the young half, will be probably at the right price, and he may get a start off the bat there, Ryan. Yeah, you look. You never know, and especially with a team like Gold Coast, who um, seem to, you know, be in a bit of a transition period at the moment. Um, look, the other interesting thing is that Tyrone Roberts is up there. Um, then also Nathan Friend. That's two guys who are kind of a bit more uh, experienced, and they might be um, kind of the dominant ones. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how they all fit in. Um, Kane LG, obviously, they're really looking around him and possibly Taylor, but we're not quite sure how that's going to fit. So Taylor could be one that you just plonk on on your bench to start with and hope that he comes good. Last year we watched the Nines with great interest. Some of these younger players like Valentine Holmes really shine. I thought Jack Bird and Ewan Aitken looked good. These guys really came on to be good super coach contributors. More so Bird and Aitken for the um, consistency, but certainly Holmes with that upside. This is what we'll be looking at for, for these guys like LG and uh, Taylor and whether Roberts, yeah, maybe not a super coach option, but maybe he's sharking one of these other guys from being a good option. Let's look at Manly. Um, they've certainly been very active on, on the market. I think Martin Tapao's the big one, Ryan. I don't know about you. I don't really want to talk about Tapao. I'm still crying about that one, leaving the West Tigers. Um, but there's a host of, of players there that could really contribute super coach wise Lewis Brown has been quite consistent playing those dual positions. He might get more game time there um, from Penrith. Isaac Johns had some upside also from Penrith, as has Apsai Coruscant. Um, Darcy Lussick returns from Parramatta. Nate Miles comes down from the Gold Coast. And uh, even um, Tim Maltzen from Tigers and Nathan Green from St George would keep an eye on. Yeah, look, it, I think out of that whole lot, um, the two key ones for me are, of course, the Pau and Corusai, mm. um, because he's probably going to get the nine straight out, um, being that Ballon has moved on. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think he's a better player than uh, Hodges at uh, Jaden Hodges. I think it was who ended up playing there for a little while, um, and Pau obviously puts up. You know, a decent amount of points each week. Um, Nate Miles, ditto. Um, yeah, Tau's so, a big one, isn't it? I mean, the yeah. consistency he really, you know, in, in years past, you, you couldn't question it in 2015. He was outstanding in a bad team, which says yeah. it all. No, look, he, yeah, he was consistently good in a team that was very inconsistent. <laughs> uh, bringing up the hooking position, there is an interesting buy that Manly picked up bring down from Brisbane is Matt Parcell, um, a cheapie that we kept an eye on in 2015, and I think we might be needing to keep an eye on again next year too. Yep, he could certainly be one of those um, bench players that gets, you know, um, the hooking role is being shared around a little bit um, and coming into, obviously with clubs coming into the new um, interchange system, they're all preparing for that, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Just wondering if they still carry the, the second hooker on the bench or if you need someone that can also play a bit of back row. 
Yeah, that, might, that might be the case. A bit of uh, Henchcliffe style um, can play nine, but plays thirteen. Parcel's not a big bloke. He's not as big as Hinchcliffe, but he can't. I mean, he did it for Brisbane, where he kind of played a bit of a, a roaming forward. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, honestly, in the off season, they can just lock him in the gym and say, <laughs> yeah, lift weights and eat chicken, and that's it. Well, speaking of chickens, the Melbourne Storm. No, just kidding. <laughs> They've picked up. Uh, not any real big names. Matt White from the Gold Coast, Mark Nichols from the Raiders, Chase Blair from Manly, um, Jeremy Hawkins also from Canberra. Oh, there's not a lot I see there, uh, Ryan, that's going to help you super coach wise um, But with the, with Craig Bellamy, you just never know, do you? I mean, you, Nichols is probably the one that you might sort of say, yeah. can can a guy like him just pop up, pop up and become a 40 to 50 point contributor week in, week out? Yeah. It, it could happen. I'd say Nichols would be the would be the guy to bet on there, um, given the given uh, Bellamy's track record and the way the Storm play. And the, and the other props there for Melbourne that we kind of looked at last year and even brought in, you know, no one really put themselves beyond the others. I mean, Felice Cafusi probably, but but Supercoach wise still didn't quite get that. And and you know, maybe maybe we see Nichols come down there. Let's look at the Warriors. They've probably lost more than um, they've lost some good players, but they've gained more than they've lost because they've picked up Isaac Luke and uh, from Souths, and they've picked up Roger Tuvasashek from the Roosters, two of the top players, you know, in the, in the competition. Um, there's some other interesting names there, like Ali Lautiti's returning from Wakefield. Uh, Liggy Sayer comes over from Manly. Even Jeff Robson, basically a swap there with Chad Townsend, going from Cronulla to the Warriors, but. I mean, Luke and two of us are Sheck, New Zealand players, you know, so you don't need to worry about them over origin. They'll probably be instant selections, won't they, for your oh, team? 100%. They were great last season. Um, Isaac Luke ended up being one of the highest scorers, even though he missed a, um, missed a couple of games, and uh, RTS was just ridiculous. Um, and, yeah, I can't see that really changing, especially with um, Sean Johnson... Um, you know, setting stuff up for it. Top um, super catch performer by quite a way over James Tedesco the course of the year there, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. The only danger, obviously, when you change clubs, um, you know, will there be an adjustment period? We saw that with Anthony Milford. Anthony Milford actually ended up being a top 10 play for the course of the year. But he started with scores of 9, 29, 49, 43. Really got going later on in the year. Was fantastic in the final series. My my um, Clive Churchill medalist. I know that went to Thurston. I thought Milford was the best player on the park in the grand final. Tuvasa Shek, you know, maybe he has that start. So maybe you're saying, well, what if I just kept him off for a couple of weeks? If he came down a bit. Tuvasa Shek was the highest um, costing player at the end of the year, 545000 So he could be pricey. Be yeah, it'd be pricey, pricey but you also have that three-round uh, leeway <laughs> to see how it goes if you're not 100% sold. And that's where you're balancing it, isn't it? You've got to look at, you know, in those early rounds, and we'll talk a lot a lot more strategy going into the new year. Are you playing to win the whole thing? Are you looking more at winning your league? Yeah, that would depend on how many trades that you're using early. You want to use less trades earlier if you're looking at that overall big score and you're happy just to play those studs as we call them the big names or are you more looking at, at winning your league and, and getting your salary cap up there 
uh, and getting everyone at the right the right price and trying to sort of um, maybe give a head start to some of your opponents in, in order to catch them. And that's that's really the strategy that you're looking at there. But look, it may take a few weeks, but Tuvasa Shek will be a top ten player barring injury again next year. You could probably say with some certainty, um, just on tackle bus alone. Let's look at yep. the Knights. Tred Hodkinson's probably their biggest name. Not really a super coach um, option. Um, there's really nothing more to say about them or the Cowboys. I think we're more looking, I guess, at Nathan Brown and how he's going to mould what's already there. Tyler Randall, Danny Levi, um, the Mataudia brothers. Yeah, probably. 100%. And Jake. I think that yeah. that's where... That's where if um, there's someone who's going to get you some points uh, with the Knights, um, if they're if they're going well, then I think it will come from those young guys um, who are there. Um, yeah, it's one of those wait and see things, that's for sure. Kay Snowden was excellent last year, and Jake Mamo, I think he's very exciting. Yeah, uh, they're probably their two their two keys. The Cowboys have done well to retain um, pretty much their entire team from last year. As you usually see when a team wins a premiership um, players' values go up they start disappearing They're, but they haven't really been able to gain anything. Sean Hudson from the Titans the, the only real player of note um, again we're going to be looking at those big names Michael Morgan, Jonathan Thurston the prop forwards, jo- Jason Tamalolo uh, as well as, as um, the props as uh, Ben Hannett Scott Bolton perhaps coming off the bench but certainly Tamal and, and Scott. Um, Parramatta, well, they've been active. Um, Kieran Foran's their biggest name. But I'm interested, Supercoach-wise, of, of some of these other players, um, like Clint Gutherson from Manly, like um, Cameron King from the Cowboys, Mitch Cornish from the Raiders, Kieran Moss even from the Panthers. Um Kalepi yeah. Tanganoa from the Cowboys. There could be some interesting ones here. Yeah, look, um, Foran wasn't a, wasn't a high scorer um, week no. to week um, at any rate in terms of Super League. Uh, sorry, um, Super Coach uh, right. points wise, he, he was just he's just a good player. Um, Michael Gordon might be one where he, um, the points come from, especially if he does end up kicking goal. Um, but as you say, Gutherson definitely. Um, is one of the ones to look at. Um, and Kieran Moss I'm kind of interested in as well. Yeah, Kieran Moss is someone we sort of followed a little bit, um, ended up going down with injury last year, but it will be interesting to see because Parramatta have got a few few holes there that, you know, I, I, I don't... I mean, Gordon's a likely fullback, but we don't know if that exactly how that's going to play out. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Mitch Cornish may be interesting too, who knows. Um, Penrith Panthers, they've picked up Peter Hicko, uh, just announced today, actually. Um, Trent Merrin's a big name, obviously, from St George. That was announced very early on um, last year. Um, not a lot of other bigger names. Sitaleki Akaloa from the Tigers. Um, Suaya Matagi has already come there from New Zealand uh, during the year. How do you look at you know, Trent Merrin? Someone that two years ago was in most people's lineups, and last year maybe not as many. Now, do you start saying, "Well, you know, he's got a new home, prop forward, he knows his game." Penrith, 
they're in a bit of upheaval. They've changed coach, perhaps surprisingly. I'm not yeah. sure about that. You know, how does that fit in? I, I think that going over there and suddenly, well, Cleary's not your coach now. It's going to be Griffin. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, look, I guess if you're a player, you just play. But I guess you're going over there with a certain expectation. Um, look, Hiku and Marin, I, I think, will probably be their big point scorers out of the people that picked up. But there's also Tamari Martin um, from the Tigers who may or may not get a run, just depending on what they want to do. Because, um, yeah, he's obviously one of those unknown quantities. He's going to be a guy who's going to cost you nothing um, at the start of the year. Yeah, certainly one of those ones where you might take a punt. Penrith last year, I don't know exactly where sort of that game plan came in. Was it just because they had those exciting ball-playing back rowers like Tyrone Peachy and Bryce Cartwright? Was it an Ivan Cleary thing? But unlike most teams that tried to get their back rowers one on each edge um, and playing 80 minutes and then rotating the, the middle three, the two props and the lock, they um, they rotated their second rowers. They didn't, you know, they asked their props to do a little bit more. The hooking situation was never stand down. Now Coruscant's leaving. Sikiara has an opportunity to take that back into an 80-minute. Do, do you think we'll see a change there? I know we didn't want to get too much into the teams on this podcast, but it's quite critical, isn't it? Because this is a team that underperformed last year due mainly to injuries, but they could underperform this year for other reasons now. They, they could be in the midst of what could turn into a total rebuild. rebuild. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I'm, to be honest, I'm really not sure... Um, read the Sagiare thing, but there's plenty of um, plenty of uh, options there, and that and that and that's the thing for the, for the team because obviously they're not 100 percent certain in, in across a number of positions. Yeah, Supercoach wise, you may not want to sort of jump in too deep with Penrith players um, for fear that you know things start to unravel or they start to go in a different direction, and you're stuck. You know, and with players that are that are not cheapies and yet not playing. Yeah. South Sydney, um, the big name there, of course, is Sam Burgess. Um, they've got another pretty big name in Damien Cook. It was pretty good for the for the Bulldogs late last year. Both of these guys could, well, Burgess' case surely will be, but be good super coach contributors. Yeah. I look, uh, the points, the second points cow is back. Um, in Sam Captain's choice. <laughs> yeah, definitely, hundred um, percent. And obviously, everyone knows what he can do and what he's done. Um, let alone on the field as and super coach points wise. Uh, and Damien Cook, as you mentioned before, um, look, he could certainly end up being your, uh, you know, one of your one of your sneaky picks that ends up ends up in your um, in your team each week. It'll be interesting with Cook because he did so well that price could be unaffordable um, purely because of what he did on uh, you know, limited game time. Um, only went up from 181 to 218,000 uh, in the end, Damien Cook. So, you know, there still, still could be a reasonable price. Cameron McGuinness obviously is there for South and that's who they've kind of hung their hat on. But we could see a, a, a change then. And I guess the other... Um, big um, weight is where Dylan Walker will end up. 
Um, he hasn't uh, re-signed with the Souths yet. Some talk that he may be going you know, off even, even to Manly. Let's look at St George Illawarra now. And, um, well, they've been pretty active, not with any real big names. Um, Kurt Mann's coming up from Melbourne. Dunamis Louie from Manly. Sebastian Ikahifo from the Warriors, as is Saliva Havili. Uh, Khalifa Fifailoa from Gold Coast and Josh McCrone from the Raiders. There's not really any obvious ones that, that pop out to me there, Ryan, um, as ones that will probably make a big uh, difference to your Supercoach team. And this is a team that you know doesn't post the big points Supercoach-wise. They're quite conservative in their game plan. No, that's right. They don't. Um, well, they didn't last year. You never know what a new year can bring, but I dare say that they'll uh, still you know, back their, back their defence to get their job done. Mm. Um Look, I think the guys who might get you some points might be the back rowers. Yeah. Um, because they'll be the workhorses. Mm. Um, yeah, apart from that, I think perhaps the Dragons are just looking to confuse a lot of commentators. <laughs> uh, let's look at the uh, Roosters now. And uh, for all the talk about, you know, the money makers of the, the competition, not a lot besides maybe Jade and Nicarama from the Broncos there, although they've lost Maloney and two of Arsashek. So really um, it's going to be the guys like Latrell Mitchell who they've uh, re-signed and you know, some of those other younger players, um, Dylan Napa, who's already broken out, um, that we'll probably be looking at rather than these these guys. Although Nick Arima, we've certainly got to at least put a circle around. Maybe if you get him at the cheap price, you can even pick him up. Yeah, I... I think it's just one of those things where, uh, look, at this stage of the year, and I, I guess even even you know four games into the year, it's still really hard to pick what's actually going to happen and how players are going to, are going to behave. Yeah, and it's something as we get closer. Certainly, when we get you know seeing some preseason action, some nines, you know, we're just going to stay on top of all this because it's so critical that if you can just find these right guys at the right price, and even if they don't contribute in the opening couple of weeks, don't panic. They can really come into their own later in the in the, in the season, and um, you can turn that into cash heading heading home to the finals. The West Tigers, they've had a lot more upheaval. Robbie Farris sticking around now. It's the latest, but who knows? Um, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably changed again. <laughs> um <laughs> They have picked up Michael Cheekham from Manly. I think that's a big one. Matt Ballon's also coming over, but not a real super coach um, contributor in that regard. Ballon, not a lot of upside. Uh, Jordan Rankin's returning from Hull, Hull, I should say. Jack Littlejohn from Manly could be an interesting one. Justin Hunt from St. George. These are guys that, you know, have uh, have shown a little bit in the, in the odd game they've got here or there for their respective outfoot outfits, but a team that's likely to finish last, you probably want to avoid even even their big names like Farrah and their new captain, Aaron Woods, right? Yeah, look, you just got to check, I guess, because Woods was quite good in a bad, in a, in a team that finished equal last last year, so it's just one of those things where you just got to check it out and how it's going, because um, you got to remember that not it's not necessarily the results for Supercoach that matter, it's um the points that each player puts up. Um, I definitely think that Michael Cheekham could, depending on his price, 
We've been waiting, haven't we? It's a special from um, Andrew from a couple of years ago up there in the northern beaches. He said, look out for this guy. Yeah. And he certainly showed. He's got some speed. And those few games that he played for Manly at the end of the last year, we saw what he's capable of. Yeah, he could certainly, um, look, provided um, Brooks and Moses are the halves, I'm assuming they will be, um, and provided their service has improved, um, it could well end up um, being one of those being one of those guys that um, you know hits the crash ball and with his speed, you know, makes something of it. They don't have a lot of options in the forward pack. The West Tigers only the eight interchanges as well. It's not going to help their cause. They've had to release Matt Lodge, uh, Keith Galloway's gone off to England. Obviously, Martin Tapao we've already talked about. So there's going to be some opportunities there for players to um, stand up. We might even see Matt Ballon playing in the back row. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, well, that about does it for our sort of run-through of, of the gains from each club and, and who could make an impact supercoach-wise. I think, you know, it's interesting to look at these things in the off-season. Tim, um, Tim Laffey is another player that might, you know, still be on, on the... On the market, we're not sure yet what's happening there with him. We're hearing he might end up going somewhere, maybe St George, maybe Parramatta. Um, but most of the players are now set in Congress. Yeah. So. James Roberts, perhaps, I think is the one. So James, James Roberts um, not going to be at Gold Coast 2016, is that what you're hearing? That He is not. He has walked. Yeah. So he re-signed with them. And then no, he's, he he's well, he resigned, but re-nicked. he didn't resign because he got his signature forged, <laughs> um, and so therefore he was, um, yeah. Um, they offered him the same deal, but with a rental car and no um, no no increase in price. So he said, "See you later." So, so he, could, he could land anywhere. To be honest, whoever's got the cash, I would say. Well, Parramatta is an interesting one because they've lot, they've offloaded Hopewati. Yep, that, and Manly's other interesting one because yeah. he could. Apparently, Brisbane are the are the hot uh, hot tip to grab him, but yeah, you never know what can happen stronger. in this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it's just yeah, it's not not a good thing. Like I, that's yeah, that's one of the dumbest things I've heard in league, um, and that's saying something. When it's not coming from the West Tigers, it's certainly saying something. Well, where yeah, when your club is making the West Tigers look well run <laughs> in their current in their current um, disarray, then uh, yeah, you know <laughs> you know you, you haven't hit it. You haven't really um, hit the mark. <laughs> we'll be back in the new year. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year out there. And glad you could tune in in the off season. Look, Christmas time. Why not put it in? Put you know, put us on. On the uh, car stereo while you're driving around, picking up those Christmas presents. And in the new year, um, stay locked on to Twitter, at SuperCoachPros, at their website, www.supercoachpros.com. Lots of exciting announcements to be made during the new year that we'll be able to bring to you as we get bigger and better and um, bring you more, more and more of that much-needed information that helps you win your league. And, you know, what's wrong with talking about the footy in... Uh, at Christmas time, you know, why not all year round? We love it. Definitely. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we lost Andrew. A bit of technical issues there. The old uh, the storm coming through, and um, yeah, the storm and Manly—they just don't get along, do they? Anyway.
Um, <laughs> thanks, Ryan. Well, you have a good uh, Chrissy and New Year. We'll talk to you in 2016. Yeah, no worries, you too. And uh, thanks very much for listening, of course. You can download all the podcasts on iTunes or at the website www.supercoachpros.com. And if you don't already, make sure you follow us on Twitter at supercoachpros. I am Paulie G, and we'll see you in 2016. Bye for now.